My name is Denny Grimm. I'm uh, involved with an organization called Business to Business Communications. And for the past 35 years, we've been doing indus industry interviews with business executives who really are making a difference in the industry. Um, transportation, uh, distribution, logistics, warehousing has been my beat. Uh, but the fact is, is that um, those leaders in logistics, um, some have become legends and it's been inspiring to watch them grow over the years. Uh, I'm connected now to Mike Regan. Mike is the Chief Relationship Officer at Transact Technologies. And uh, Mike, certainly I, I have to tell the real world that uh, we've worked together um, over time and uh, I'm excited to be able to spend this time with you. There is a subject uh, that you talked about at CSCMP and you're passionate about it without question. Um, frankly, you're at your session, you knocked it out of the park, Mike. You really um, initiated some thought among industry leaders that were there uh, but what I'd like to do is to try to recapture some of that inspiration that you shared among the people that were at the conference. Um, you have an absolute passion for um, building into people. So help me better understand, um, as the chief relationship officer for your company, um, what it is and how it is that we can get people more active and involved in building their own uh, business network. Well, then I listen. Thanks. Uh, thanks for giving me this opportunity to share some thoughts with you. And uh, I guess one of the reasons, Denny, that I'm, I'm really passionate about this is because throughout the course of the year and, and the years, I've met a lot of different people. And uh, a lot of those have been extraordinarily positive experiences. And I can give you more stories than you can count or more time than we have about how my own personal network has been an instrumental part uh, in my own life. So uh, whether it was personal or professional issues, I personally have lived out the value of having a great network. And so I'm, I'm proud of that and I've invested a lot of time to cultivate and have that network available uh, when I needed it. So uh, with respect to the session at CSCMP, Denny, uh, the title of the session was Getting Connected to value of building a great network. And part of the reason, as I started to allude to before, that I'm so passionate about it, Denny, is because throughout my travels and with all the people I meet, I have come up with a categorizing people or basically placing them into a couple of different areas. There are those people I meet, Denny, that are out there and when they need help or need some assistance or want to provide assistance, uh, they they reach out to me and I'm honored to be part of their network and I I'm I'm really uh, sensing that they like me have spent a lot of time cultivating that network mm -hmm. and it's a very natural activity for them and they have no qualms about asking me for help and I have no qualms about asking them for help uh, one of the stories I shared at that session Denny was a story of a friend of mine Steve who, when my dad died in 1992, called me up and said, Mike, I'm going to drop everything because I had to go downtown to clear out my dad's safe deposit box. And he said, I'll drive you downtown. I said, Steve, you don't need to. It's, you know, you're busy and all. He said, no, I want to do that. And so he spent the entire day with me and we talked about our fathers and it was a very special time. But 
that that relationship with Steve didn't just happen overnight. Those it, are real relationships. You know, a period of time. And, you know, I'm very proud of my relationship with you, Denny, and seeing the great stuff you're doing at uh, your, your company there. And so that, ca that first category of people are people who have networks because they've cultivated and invested in building the networks. Uh, the second category are uh, those people that basically you can tell when they're calling me, uh, they don't have a lot of people to reach out to. Uh, their schedules, call it what you will, the, the demands of their work, personal, what, whatever the reason, uh, their, their network is not real robust. And so they're reaching out for help. And I, I can sense it in their voice. I can sense it in the tone of their communications. Uh, you know, a sense that I don't know you really well, but can you help me? And then, Denny, there's the third category of uh, person. And, and I'd like to say, Denny, that this person's the exception. But truth be told, I, I think this person is, uh, there are going to be at least one or two people listening to this that I think are going to identify with this. And, and that is the person, Denny, that really doesn't have a network at all. And in that time, and you know, one of the things I mentioned during the talk is that your, your life is one phone call or trip to the doctor's office away from being involuntarily rearranged. Uh, you know, what do you do when that occurs? Uh, you know, Denny, and 2002, some doctors thought it'd be a good idea to open up my chest and go and get a tumor. And uh, when I got the news, I will tell you what I did. And that is, uh, <laughs> you turned to God for me. I got with my family and then I called some friends. And it was that network and that assurance that I had that really was very comforting to me. So when I talked about that prayer chain, Mike, uh, it, it absolutely. was important and it continues to be. And, and you know, Denny, the, the key point there is that, uh, you know, so when I'm talking to a person that really doesn't have a network, uh, it, it, it's a condition that I call, and I, I had to come up with something to make it sound official, like this is scientific and all, but, uh, you know, there are those people, Denny, that have said, I, am, I have some ADD issues. Yes. Uh, I, I call these people that call me in that third category, people with RDD issues. They have a relational deficit disorder. They don't really have a lot of people they can reach out to. And it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't have to be that way. And that's why I was so passionate about giving this particular talk. One of the things that uh, we talk about here is uh, uh, the three-legged stool, um, the collaboration activities, the association activities, and the communication activities that uh, need to go on in a person's professional life. And you're hitting on all of that now, um, collaboration being personal, uh, association being the CSCMPs and the, and the NASTRACs and all of those different connectors that are out there for us to connect with if we just invest that time. Yeah. Great point, Denny. Um, yeah, you're, you're spot on. You have, you have uh, uh, been pounding the nail for some time. Um, help the audience to better understand now uh, how they might get off the dime. Um, that one call that can change life, um, it, it, it will be too late if it's today. Uh, so how can we uh, move people going forward? Uh, you know, Denny, that's a great question. And, and one of the things we covered at that session, and if people want a copy of the presentation, we can certainly uh, send it out to them or it's available, put it up at transact.com. But one of the things that, first of all, we, we say be intentional. Mm -hmm. You need to make it a priority in your life. Uh, one of my mentors, the gentleman that you uh, may be familiar with, 
uh, was a gentleman, Bob Buford, who wrote the book Halftime. Yep. Bob passed away in 2018. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I had the honor of being at the, the 25th anniversary for Halftime and Leadership Institute in 2008, and it was just an unbelievable celebration. And like Bob said, it was like getting the eulogy while he was still alive. But what you understood from that, that event was that Bob was intentional, intentional about building a great network. And so he had legions of admirers because he was such a kind, caring, and wise man. The second thing we say is be strategic. Uh, understand that simply having a relationship with every and anybody isn't necessarily a good thing. Uh, because your time is limited. And so if you're going to make your time count, make sure you're making it count with people that mean something to you. And it isn't because of what they can give to you. There may be instances where you can give to them. Uh, the third thing I, I encourage people to do, uh, and Denny, I know this is going to sound for some people out there, oh, brother, give me a break, but be kind. Uh, and if you can't be kind, make sure you honor some basic common courtesies. Uh, I could give you a case in point. I had someone contact their office, needed some information. I've now called that person a couple times, not gotten a return call. Well, as luck would have it, I, I happened to talk with an individual that this person worked for just yesterday. Oh. And I was, be, I was mentioning to him that, you know, this person had called. I said, I'm a little bit confused, Jim. I've reached out uh, to that person and hasn't returned a call. And he just kind of like, oh, Mike, he said, I, I, I could not underscore to her enough how important it is to do something, simply return a call or send an email. And, and so, you know, what I, I'm sure that person, it isn't a malicious act on their part. Right. But at some point in time, if you're too busy to extend, you, you know, common courtesies, you know, when you need to reach out to somebody, uh, you know, be careful, Denny, because the, the, I know who treats me well, and hopefully they know that I treat them well. And I also know people that, uh, you know, to be very blunt, their their lives are just too busy for me to be in it. Well, and and so often that kind of thing can lead to people using people when you're in the last minute. I remember um, in Buford's uh, second book, um, the second half, uh, Peter Drucker uh, wrote uh, a a uh, opening for that book. Yeah. And he talked about um, the, what our generation will be known for. And what was interesting about it is he said, it, it's not going to be about the computer. It's not going to be about the internet. It's not going to be about all these wonderful technologies that we have, but rather it's going to be about choices. Yeah. You, mentioned, you mentioned that being intentional, well, frankly, being intentional is a choice. Choices have um, uh, an action that is always related to them. There is a consequence to choices. Absolutely, Denny. So, and so how we go with those, where we go with those, um, I think that Drucker's statement is also true. And each of us just need to live that out on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. And Denny, let me, I shared a story there at the meeting or at the session, uh, several years ago at the CSCMP conference in Toronto, uh, I gave a talk where I was talking about uh, something that uh, 
I referenced in conjunction with the conversation I was having with a mutual friend of ours, Bill Butterworth, oh, where yeah. Bill talked about the fact that uh, he had been, you know, a friend of his said, can you attend this funeral with me? And Bill didn't know the guy, but he wanted to support his friend. And so while they were sitting there at the funeral home, the funeral director came up and asked Bill and his friend if they would be pallbearers. And so Bill said to his friend, well, that's okay. You know, I didn't know him. So he said, I, I, I really don't, that I don't think you want me as a pallbearer. And the funeral director said to him, he said, uh, look, uh, he said, let me make it real easy. I need six people to carry him out of here. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of like thinking, right. come on, the funeral's over. I got to get this casket out. But, you know, Bill said, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? This gentleman lived a, a, a full life. He didn't have six people that could pull, you know, to, to carry the casket out. So I called that in my talk to Danny, the pallbearer test. And I mentioned that in Toronto. Well, I think the following year, CSCMP was in San Francisco. And this woman came running up to me and I'll never forget her because she had been in the military and she was out and now in a civilian job. And she came up and said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I was like, for what, for what, for what? <laughs> right. so, you know, she said to me, she said, I attended that talk last year and I realized I, I couldn't name six people to carry my casket out. In fact, she only, she said, I only had two. She said, well, shortly after the conference, I was diagnosed with cancer. And she said it all of a sudden became much more immediate. She said, now the good news is my cancer's in remission, which I was celebratory for, you know, the yay God type moment. And she said, more importantly, Mike, I now know the six people that will carry me out. And, you know, Denny, I, I don't mean to be too heavy with you or the audience. And I know for you, it won't be too heavy. But I, I, I think, you know, if uh, for those that are listening to this, if they can't pass the uh, Paul Bear test, uh, maybe they want to take a step back and say, hmm, maybe I, I do want to, you know, get get more intentional about building my network. Uh, it, it truly is not that hard to do, Denny. And, you know, I, I get the excuses, you know, I don't have time. And I say, folks, the reality of it is each and every one of us has about 86,400 seconds a day. There isn't anyone that I know of that has more than 24 hours a day. And so that really, you know, the other part of it is, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm shy. I'm an introvert. I don't feel comfortable reaching out. I could give you all the excuses, but the reality of it is, is when, you know, I was very fortunate to have Bob Buford as a mentor, Ken Blanchard as a mentor, some wonderful people. And, and whenever I would give them that thing, they'd look at me and say, Mike, it's, it's an issue of priorities. How much of a priority are you willing to make it for that reality to become a major factor in your life, aka the reality of having a great network? It is about the network, Mike. It is about relationships. Uh, business, so long as business is done with people, and it seems to me that is the way it's done, um, we will continue to need relationships. Yeah. It's trust within relationships. And by the way, uh, trust is, is, is a feeling. You can't measure trust, uh, but it is very much in front of you all the time. Trust is the key to influence. And um, frankly, it is through relationships, trusted relationships like we have, that really do allow us uh, to have an impact on our industry, on our marketplace, and on the people that we get to work with. Mike, you've done a phenomenal job at that. Well, listen, Denny, uh, and I appreciate the kind comments as we wrap it up there. I just uh, want to also say thank you to you. If you go back to uh, the 90s when uh, you had an office out in our facility in Sugar Grove and, you know, the, the great work that you've been doing with me and with others, uh, kind of motivating us to uh, 
get be proactive in terms of communicating the value of our business, but also, uh, you know, proactive in cultivating some uh, meaningful and positive relationships. And uh, I, I truly treasure our friendship, Denny. So thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. And thank you for uh, taking the time out to do this particular program today. Thanks a lot. Great. Thanks, Denny.